Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Talking Pictures. You know what? You got to just love the internet and you got to love technology. I was on the set of a Best Picture nominee and they had tech issues. So I never have a problem saying that we have tech issues. Um, It's hilarious how until the nanosecond we were going live, there was a tiny tech issue. And then all of a sudden it vanished. So I don't know. We won't have the the technology versus old school because it's just pointless. Welcome to Talking Pictures. I had to just take a moment there to laugh. Um, We're here today to discuss the Audience Awards Film Festival, which did take place last April. We want to thank Annie Jeeves for getting getting us involved and... I also had all the windows here of the research of who we spoke to with the festival, the head of it. So I apologize. I have to relook that up because as I said, up until the nanosecond that we went live, I had to, uh, anyways, the audience awards, we, uh, we were contacted by Annie and I looked this up and it was awesome. Like they, honored Effie Brown and they had contests for women filmmakers and they were there to like nurture female artists and there was just all kinds of stuff. It wasn't just women, but it was kind of centered towards that and uh, went a little bit more towards that. Um, They do year round stuff, which I'm looking, I'm sorry, I'm looking for the episode. I had it open Again, as I said, I've PA'd on multiple studio films, even up to a Best Picture nominee, and they had technical issues. So we are rolling with it. And as soon as I get this, anyways, I know I emailed them after CineQuest. So we interviewed the director. The It's audienceawards.com slash oddfest, A-U-D is for this film festival and www.theaudienceawards.com has some of the year round programs. We apologize to Annie and the director that right now the computer acted up. We are completely prepared as always as a show. So this festival was great. I, I remember seeing a few shorts. One was about a, a girl going after She wanted to be in the National Rodeo. Um, There was so many wonderful short films. And of course, right now, my brain is going to be off because I just got done covering two festivals and seeing about 50 shorts in two weeks. So again, computer glitch that shut the screen off. My gosh, it sounds so wrong that I don't have these titles in front of me. But we interviewed them. You can go in the archives look up the audience rap. Today, we're also going to be introducing um, somebody who recently joined our team. Well, this was the first thing she did for our team, and we've had some interesting things come along since the theme of the day has been uh, scheduling or technical glitches that we can never foresee. That's kind of actually the fun of the film business, and maybe we'll get into talking with who I'm going to introduce Uh, with that because sometimes some cool stuff comes out of uh, happy accidents so to speak 
Today, uh, our reporter correspondent slash she will be hosting some future videos that we do, uh, Jessica Wake. Welcome, Jessica. Hey, hey. How's nice it going? From you. Oh, I'm doing well, doing well. I'm glad that my uh, voice is back because I was just getting over a cold, so or whatever it is that's going around that everybody. Oh getting. yes, and and boys have been going around in Orange County. Yeah. People had it for two or three weeks. I the plague. Yes, there was like no. I didn't do shows for two weeks because I just remember waking up each day thinking you can't do a talk show with no voice. No, you can do just about anything else, but not a talk show. <laughs> exactly. And my brain was like, but I have this great idea. And if I could just get on air and I'm going to forget it because I'm so sick that, but yeah, so. You'll have so to pull a Stephen Hawking and get a. Yeah, right. Exactly. Oh, I, yeah. I, if if I had half <laughs> of his brain. Um, yeah, exactly. You probably seem more legit if you get one of those. <laughs> Yeah, totally. Um, uh-huh. And we and so we're welcoming Jessica because she she has not been on air and just due to a big uh, not scheduling glitch, um, but just uh, three different events fell on one day, and we had to do this last minute thing where we had to get some of our uh, new associates to see if they could cover some events and. We had festivals in a festival in Phoenix, Hollywood, and North Hollywood the same exact weekend. And I was committed to Phoenix. Our friend Jennifer Rose, who you'll meet when she comes on to rap Turner Classic Movies, uh, took over that one. And Jessica, I called last second and said, Do you want to do this thing? Um, And it turned out that it was just very, very cool logistically for her. And so she was able to attend some of the audience awards. I've let them know, Jessica, how it was cool that they honored uh, Effie Brown and how it was kind of, uh, you know, we interviewed the director. I had the page up with who we interviewed. And of course, now that page is giving issues. So um, (laughs) I've let people know to, to Google it and go in the archives. But I know the PR rep, she's so cool. She'll understand. Um, so with that, I want to turn it over to you because, um, it looked like a cool lobby. I mean, first of all, any festival that has a cool table of snacks is kind of like, they know what they're doing. So you yeah, know, everything definitely else helps the legitimacy of any film festival. <laughs> Plenty of Red Bull uh, to go around. Yes. And, uh, just due to privacy, not allowed to say how we met Jessica and how she joined our team, but um, definitely from an egg. Yes. uh, Food, (laughs) but the food of, of how you, how you met our team was, was definitely probably the coolest part of it. Um, (laughs) So, uh, but with that, please, uh, we were able to talk with the director about some of the programs and I reviewed some of the shorts, but fresh off of let's say you just landed off a spaceship from Mars and I know nothing about the audience awards so even fill me in on what you want to talk about because we didn't we didn't plan this so fire away all right cool um yeah so I got a small taste of odd fest this year um because it was happening all over my neighborhood in NoHo North Hollywood which was awesome because I walked everywhere (laughs) 
always good. Um, and I can't wait to go back because, I mean, it was a really uh, wonderful experience. I wasn't able to check out too much because I had projects of my own to get to that weekend, but I did managed to check out one really cool thing called the uh, Women's Film Challenge Mentorship, where the top 10 film finalists were offered exclusive access to get advice from top-tier women in the film industry. They had Sarah Finn, Emily Best, Lynette Ramirez, Poppy Hanks, to name a few, and they sort of made it like um, a speed dating session. So each finalist would have 12 minutes to discuss their projects and the questions. Then the buzzer would ring, and they would move on to the next table, the next filmmaker. And it was awesome to be a fly on the wall and experience all the creativity amongst these artists of all of these different levels. I stuck around Sarah Finn's table a lot, I guess, since I'm an actress myself, especially wanted to know and get to know her better as a casting director because uh, she does a lot of the Marvel movies and things like that. Um, but what was interesting, though, was that one of the film uh, contest finalists ended up asking questions about e- how to even hire a casting director and finding actors for their projects. And, I mean, I always thought that was common knowledge, so everyone learned something for sure. And uh, one thing that really stuck with me after the panel was that none of these ladies had – anything to prove really they weren't they're trying to sell the message of hey look at me I can do anything a man can do because there is a lot of this animosity and man versus women I think kind of going around right now in the industry and there it was genuinely just about the work which I found really inspiring and refreshing and um, I can't wait to see what other impacts all of these filmmakers have in the industry I want to thing, Jessica, yeah. that, that came yeah. up yesterday when we were talking to uh-huh. a guest about a women in film brunch, and yeah. I asked them, and it was, of course, off the record with press, but um, I've talked to press. I don't feel this way at all. Again, talking pictures does not remotely feel this way. I'll probably say that five times just to cover my ass, because I, I, I am not even, how I, this question I'm not attached to, but have to ask it. Uh, these we go to these film festivals now, and of course this was more so catered towards women, so it wasn't going to be a surprise if there was women this, women that, and of course men were welcome. But yeah, you're you're getting the festivals, you're having women in film brunch, you're having women panel, no men, uh, but uh, the ones that are not as kind because we've met the kindest. We we have the best directors sorry the issue dictates that we call them female or women directors I don't like saying that they're just directors but they were not allowed the brunch or we're not allowed the networking party but then we're totally okay to give them press or give them a write-up or give them interviews yeah and I'm only referencing this because I was at a festival at the festival remain nameless the filmmaker and film and She just totally did the, she knew she was good looking. I saw her do it to four or five different people. Use the flirty, use the, uh, she knows what she has, but played it off as she was nice. Got all these people to her screening and then at the screening, like she wouldn't even say hi. She wouldn't even say 
thank you for coming. She would just say, oh, yeah, when does my review come out? And I was just like. To to men in particular or? To men. Or just, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was making me feel like we're not going to have this debate because it's just too big and we're not going to generalize or cause any hot water. But what what is it like to to be in something, like you were saying, you've heard about this animosity or seen it, you didn't feel the animosity there, but being at an event where it's catered to, so it's not like it's something special, but since you've experienced this thing, what is just your quick thought on, you know, this whole concept of you can have a party, a brunch, you can have a contest that just female films, um, but then... And the men are supposed to stay out of it, but you need the men in your screening to say it's sold out. And you need the men for press. And you don't mind if a man comes along and buys your film and distributes it. I'm speaking as a third party here. I'm not speaking as these are my opinions. So what do you think about that as somebody that that saw this and witnessed some of it? Well, I mean, I I think first and foremost, it should always be about the work. And art doesn't have a gender bias. And though I, I feel like these um, these events can sort of help give opportunities to unheard voices, um, I think once we start or once we stop having this versus mentality, if we stop thinking of ourselves as oppressors and we start thinking of ourselves as collaborators and potential teammates and knowing that men and women do have different dynamics, but there are good people to work with and there are bad people to work with and it has nothing to do with gender, I think will make better strides. Sometimes it does take an extremist view to sort of balance things out, but the real harmony is in the balance. Um, right. So, right. No. Yeah. I mean, in I, the in think, the, in the think, actual I think equality, art is supposed to be inclusive, and um, yeah, I mean, I don't necessarily, I don't necessarily agree with the extremist view, but I can see where it might have stemmed from. Oh, right. But yeah, I don't no, think I'm, it's the I'm, best I'm, view to take. Yeah. Yeah. No, I totally. I mean, I agree with you, and I'm I'm just on the. Uh, as we went through with the show, I've told... Because how does it really get you closer to your goal of making, of really... Well, I mean, I guess it just depends on how um, how strong your vision is for where you want your art and your work and art in general itself to go. Do you want it to be an even playing ground where the the best work is praised or do you uh, or do you want it to sort of use your art to sell your message your personal message I guess right like yeah it's almost like a yeah it's it it is such a issue that's so multifaceted um I just noticed that I liked when you said it's not animosity and it's hanging and it's supporting arts and that's what I like so much and why I support those groups is because I meet eight or 10 members of a group and 
that none of them gossip about each other. None of they're all like, oh, I I know A B C D E F, and I went to her screening, or or mm-hmm. I did a pass that writing her first uh, draft, or I, um, you know, I I give her feedback on editing, and not that I don't hear that with guys, but I hear it, and I'm using the audience awards as a platform because there were so many things that were for women, and they weren't saying no men because I I did ask the director. Um, and so it was like this idea of just saying, Hey, do you want to be here? Because you're cool and you're a good artist and you're smart and you're kind versus just because you're a guy or a girl who went to Yale, you could be the biggest pain in the ass. I don't care that you went to Yale or you're a male or female, if if you're not going to be fun to have around. So, So I like that the audience award awards from what I read and heard from the director without getting on a soapbox and without making it about anything but the work still was able to have a message and was able to have some great short films that had very strong messages and um, like you said could still get the point across without the animosity so um, thank you for answering that but please proceed You you had said you were there and you weren't feeling the animosity and you so this uh this speed dating networking thing I mean that that just sounds so interesting where had you ever I mean that just sounds so cool like what was it you could just pitch your idea you could just ask advice like was there what were the yeah kind of yeah so so the finalist um you could yeah you could pretty much ask any question so these these finalists had already had things submitted um, obviously. So that's mostly the topics that they were talking about. A lot of it was um, kind of practicing their pitch. I mean, some people were, were documentary makers. Other people were um, had made commercials or branded content, I think, and then more made feature films. I think a lot of it was asking these women, you know, well, how did you start off? How did you get to where you are today? And here's what I have. What are my next steps? Do you have any particular advice for me? Okay. So kind of just like uh more so uh, just checking in and yeah. giving the opportunity to someone to check in and have an open non-biased opinion. Um, God, that is like one of the coolest ideas I've ever heard of because there's always that theory you and I talked about it where like, you know, in the first two or three minutes, if someone's worth talking to or if their vibe is, yeah, uh, it's like in LA for those, for our listeners who don't live out here. When I say this, people go, it's life, it's everywhere, but it's heightened in LA. We call it bullshit meter. And you pretty much know by the third minute, if, they're going to just talk or they're going to walk. And sometimes they might not be able to walk because the stoplight's still red. Um, You know, I was joking, Jessica, how the computer started working the nanosecond we went live before you came (laughs) on. Um, Some stuff has happened with the show for you audience members, because I want you to stay tuned where the show has grown so much that in reality, um, there is not a reason for Jessica to be on air right now because it was, oh, in two weeks, oh, in two weeks. But it was because 
so many things were going good. So I was, I had kind of turned into, uh, I sounded like that LA guy. Well, Oh, we're waiting for (laughs) Denzel to call back Jessica. And you know, when Meryl Streep gets free, she's going to be talking with you. And so yeah, LA, we could have a whole podcast about the bologna sandwich. So after the, (laughs) what what, what was another, tell me about another thing that hit you because that I'm going to, yeah, um, at that at that little panel in particular, um, over and over again, I heard um, these top tier women basically saying, "Stop trying to prove that you are ABC. You are a filmmaker. You are a director. You are a writer. You're not an aspiring filmmaker." And I think, I think, and all of these women said it in their own flavor, um, but they were really about self-confidence and self-empowerment, which I found really cool. And so you were saying, if you write, you write, stop saying you're aspiring to, um, as in you are a writer. As like in hopefully you are... someday I will be. Yeah. Yeah, because I, I, I think, think it's there's... easy to feel like that here. Well, I'm not making these blockbusters, so how can I honestly right. say that I'm this? I don't yeah. have three houses and two cars and and yeah, because um, yeah, that's um, I I was at a panel in 2002 where a guy said I'm kind of like a writer wannabe and a a really well known guy who directed commercials and since he's directed a few features, but he said. Um, do you have a journal at home? He goes, yeah. He goes, is it full? And the guy goes, like a thousand pages. He goes, then you're a writer. Yeah, he like, pretty if much. You, if, he's like, yeah, if you write down a word a day, you're a writer. So, you know, you, maybe you didn't, sell, like like we're saying, maybe you didn't sell a screenplay. Maybe you don't have a deal, but you're, you, you know, there's people that say they're writers and they they don't have one word on a page anywhere. Yeah, I mean, it's really about how you see yourself, I think. And then the world sort of works around that. Plus, we are in the image capital of the world, even though New York likes to think they're the center of the world. No offense to to our friends in New York. Um, So it Uh sounds like you got two superb things right there. Is there another thing you'd like to add in? Because those just sound... Well, yeah, I uh, wanted to talk about the the second and last event thing that I was able to go to when they were offering the trailblazer award to Effie Brown. Um, And Effie Brown, as you know, produced the movie, dear white people, real women have curves, everyday people. And she has a knack for finding incredibly poignant and relevant stories that have some of that spitfire humor that Effie possesses herself. And my favorite quote of the night was when she said, I am a producer. I execute vision. And this evoked two things from me. One, I was reminded that producers are a very special kind of artist in their own right. They have to be strong at both finding the possibilities and finding the one solution. And their creativity can go unnoticed at times, I think, since they have to be practical, big picture kind of leaders. So hearing Effie affirm her passion in such a way was, as I said, a great reminder. And two, it is always a special kind of warmth I feel when you see somebody 
be able to completely, without a doubt, be able to define themselves. This is what I am. This is what I do. Because a lot of us struggle our whole lives with answering that question, which made me appreciate that trailblazer even more. It was really cool to see. Oh, well, I mean, I couldn't imagine what being just in the presence. I mean, her spirit alone. I mean, yeah, Project Greenlight, her films. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's awesome. Too, yeah. Her, mm-hmm. It's awesome that she goes to work every day and and gets to talk to work or just kick it with Matt Damon and Ben Affleck, who are quickly becoming right. the leaders of the business. Um, I remember when they were just little twenty-five-year-old pups. Well, I was a little eighteen-year-old pup, but everybody those <laughs> baby faces and just thought they were going to be pretty boys, and now they're forces to be reckoned with when it comes to yeah. material, but. Um, I like what you're saying because uh, on Project Greenlight, uh, when that finally hits streaming, you guys got to check it out. She was, it was almost like, I wanted to call it the Effie Brown show because you just got to watch her do her magic, take no shit, but still respect everybody. Um, She, everyone knew that she was going home and Ben Affleck was calling her cell, but she wasn't having any attitude about it. Um, And there was a few moments in there where she really had to stand her ground. Like I remember a great scene where um, they were going to have an African-American guy playing a waiter. And she's like, I'll just shut down the whole day. There's not going to be any African-Americans as extras in a position of service. And they're like, huh. but it's just one. And it was, there was no one else. She's like, fine. Then if there's not enough extras, then we'll just, now start cleaning up and it was like she's like no we're done being seen on camera as we serve the rolls or the bread or get the water like I don't one they were like but he's out of frame she's all I don't care he's on set and he's dressed as a waiter so you can either just tell him he's being paid and sent home or you can dress him as a guest or we're shutting today down and it was just that wow like you're saying this assertiveness this it wasn't throwing around the ego. It wasn't throwing around the, I know the bosses will agree with me. It was just, this is where we're at. And um, that was the main reason why I wanted to uh, see her talk and be in um, just to be in that kind of presence of someone who has that uh, security. And then also for audience, because we also use this show. We love when people can learn something because I mean, not everyone knows everything. So we don't mean it like that. Like, come here to learn. Uh, There's so many different kinds of producers, especially when you watch a film now and there's 15 different producer credits. Um, Effie Brown, that kind of statement was kind of driven by there's producers that just do nothing but put up money. And of course the filmmakers, those are the best kind of producers there are. Um, And um, there's filmmakers who like, uh, if I was famous and they don't want to make your movie, I'll say that I trust Jessica to make her movie. So they might let Jessica make her movie because I'm famous and I'm putting my name on it as a producer. And this goes back to, I mean, George Lucas got his start because Francis Coppola had made the Godfather and said he would be a producer on American graffiti. Otherwise we would have no star Wars. So, and Oh my God, imagine a world with no star Wars. How would we live? (laughs) Um, So the different kinds of producers, and then you see like consulting producers, which just means 
You you right. know some uh, really yeah you know some legendary producer who's willing to fight the studio for you, uh, and then we get down to the joke of associate producer is just someone who didn't really produce but did too much work to just get their regular credit. <laughs> um, and hey, I I take an associate producer just credit on money. <laughs> yeah, I take associate producer credit on um, Moonlight and wouldn't care that it's a joke. So. Um, right. So yeah, that's really cool. Effie Brown. Uh, of course, we we made an attempt to see if she should she could come on, but of course schedules, and we totally understood. Um, she was gracious enough to not to say hell no. Um, and you know we have guests that we've actually been talking to for two years to come on, so uh, we never take it personally, and it's just one of those things. So. Uh, should it ever come around, we'll we'll possibly see if Effie Brown can come on, and we'll talk about the audience awards with her. And who knows, right? Who no knows? limits, no boundaries. So, um, with that, I wanted to thank you, Jessica, for coming on today and letting us introduce you, and for being patient and rolling with the tides of the show. This is just the first step on the yellow brick road of things we're going to do. So yay, Jessica, I don't have one of those fake sound clapping. (laughs) But, but welcome to air. You're head in the game. I know. It's like, come on now. It's like, yeah, it's like, and I called you today to say my computer. Yeah. I was saying earlier, I was telling you earlier, my computer didn't work. It's like, I might as well just go live in my live in a bus and tell you to meet me at my office. Um, uh. um, again, not making fun of the homeless, but anybody out there will get that <laughs> LA joke. You know, they you rent a suit for the day and pretend like it's your, you know, like you really have a twenty thousand dollars suit. Um, yep. But yeah, thank <laughs> you, Jeff, because this was this was really cool to be able to hear more about this event, and now we have another female point of view in the show. And so we'll be looking forward to uh, what we can do with this. So thank you again on short awesome. notice for, co- for covering this event. Yeah, thanks for having me. And one last thing, anything of your social media that you'd like to plug real quick so people can check out you and what you do? Yeah, sure. Um, you can find me at uh, J-Wake in H-Wood on Instagram. That's J-W-A-K-E-I-N-H-W-O-O-D. Um, that's my Instagram. And uh, my team is actually working on my website right now. So maybe next time we talk, I can plug that. But, yeah, everything's on the Insta. On the Insta? I never heard that. It's like gangsta Insta. <laughs> Um, oh yes, well, we're all cool. too busy to say full words here in LA. Right, ex- ex- I mean, especially today, I'll text mm. you my, the other half of the word. Um, uh, exactly. Don't you love when people like send you three texts saying they don't have time to talk? It's like, well, how about you just stop texting and we talk for a minute? Um, <laughs> right. But anyways, story for another time. We thank Jessica <laughs> for coming by, and I'll keep Jessica on air as I wrap up and say thank you for joining us for talking pictures has always no whether it's morning afternoon or if there's any other time of day that you can find make sure and watch a good movie aloha from me and jessica any last words um 
so nice to meet you and keep kicking ass. Excellent. I love it. I'm going to go kick yeah. some more ass. Take, take everyone. <laughs>